what did motivate you to make this film? Um, from all that I've experienced, uh, having lost my mother and sister during the war, and all these years having to deal with uh, grief and what it means to lose someone and going through all nightmares and PTSD myself, uh, the thing for me as a mother myself now, I have two daughters, what has troubles me the most and something that it's really hard for me to accept is how war renders like mothers and fathers, but mothers especially powerless to protect your child. You know, there's no other situation where you just stand by and watch your child being killed. For me, as a mother, that's really, really hard to accept and I really wanted to tell that story and I wanted to tell a story of the dilemma of bringing children to this world, you know, and if actually that had happened to me, would I be able to just move on the way, you know, I, I, I did when I lost my mother and, and sister. For me, this idea of uh, losing a child and having to move on was really interesting to explore. From that perspective, you know, I didn't want to just tell my story because there's like a thousand, more than 1,300 uh, children that were killed in Kosovo War. And Zana tells the story of one mother, but we have thousands more just in Kosovo that have lost children, actually kids are older. And then thinking about today, all, with all the conflicts around the world, that number goes to like hundreds of thousands of women that are experiencing this. And I, for me, I really wanted to tell the story of something that's really hard to express in words, which is what does it feel like? What does it mean to lose a child? And what does it mean to want to bring a child into this world again? I believe the subject of your film goes beyond a certain location like Kosovo or Albania. Don't you think so? Yes, I mean, I, I was really interested to tell a more universal story about women and how women, one, how women experience war from, from the women's perspective, because throughout history, you know, we've only, uh, the narrative has been we always know only the facts the facts of what happened and women are very rarely you know part of the narrative you know or tell their own stories so for me that was important and it is a very universal story because it's not talking just about particular conflict or particular women you know it's told from that lens but it's a story universal story about the effects of war and how women experience it as well as how patriarchal society treats women or limits women's choices. The issue of motherhood is very cleverly has been established in your film. What do you say about that? Yeah, I mean, for me, this, this sort of idea of this dilemma of, uh, of motherhood is very, in one side, very personal because I lost my mother and sister and I've been dealing with it for 20 years. And now I have two, two kids and it's my biggest fear 
that what if this could happen to them? And it could, you know, we're not safe as a society. We have not been able to create safe space for our children. And uh, so there are different levels of trauma. I really wanted to tell the story of how mothers experience it. And uh, yeah, we've progressed a lot and uh, it's just gotten worse and worse, you know, and it's been normalized. You know, it's on the media all the time, but we don't really stop because it's just too painful. You have an amazing cast in your film. Performances are very good and powerful. How did you go about casting of your film? Yeah, so my, my background is in documentary film. I've, that's uh, my main body of work is actually in documentary film. Zana is my first feature film, fictional. I've done three short films. In terms of cast, um, I, uh, I really try to bring that reality that I have a documentary. I have a really strong sense, you know, for, for, for truth and just for sensing the moment. Uh, in terms of actors, I, I, I wrote the script and then uh, I, I talked to the lead actress about it. I sent her the script and I already knew her because she had been uh, in a few other films in Kosovo and she's a really good actress and she really, she was also a mother of, she had a four-year-old daughter. To me it was really important to, to have someone who who knows, you know, what it would be like, you know. And uh, she really felt the script and uh, I had a lot of talks with her did a lot of preparation before the shoot. And the other roles, it was the same with the husband. I, I, I didn't really audition him because I knew him from other films and I just had conversations. And then I just did auditions. And, but I had also a few actors that were non-actors, like the mother-in-law. She she's not a professional actress. It was her first film she was in. Um, yeah, I saw her and she had participated in one short film from her son, who's a film director. And I just saw her and she really fitted the character. Like her, she had a really strong presence and uh, yeah, the way she moved, the way she talked, it, it was very, resembled so much the character of mother-in-law. And then I had a lot of conversations with her and, um, and then in the end I was able to, to get her on the film. But yeah, a lot of the actors are, uh, I worked really closely. I had a lot of rehearsals beforehand. I had a lot of very deep conversations with them. And then with every actor, of course, it's very different. You know how you approach as a director uh, because everyone has their own process. But um, overall, it was a really good experience. They're all, a lot of them are actually pretty famous actors from Kosovo. The visual style of your film is also very interesting. You have picked the colors and the camera work that exactly matches the mood of the film. Please tell us about that. Uh, regarding the visual style, I worked closely with my sister, who is the cinematographer of the film. And from early on, I, I really saw this film. I wanted to have this contrast of these two worlds that she's living on like the normal life that is on the outside is, you know, uh, it's really beautiful. I really wanted to show that abundance of nature and, but that she's not really affected by it. Like uh, I didn't want to create this gray looking film. 
I come from a village, and for me, it was really important to show that life goes on regardless, but she's not able to really move with it. And, uh, and then on the contrast, there's the world of the dreams that really kind of get into more of her psyche and what she's really going through. And I wanted to have this, like, these two worlds together, separate at the same time. They're, like, moving and, like, moving from one to another quite naturally because um, I wanted the dreams to be um, just as parallel reality that she's, like, experiencing. Um, and uh, we were going, yeah, with a lot of green and yellow um, uh, during the... the the normal daylight, you know, and uh, like more of a static feel to it because that's what she's stuck. She's basically just inching along and she's sort of being dragged, you know, and uh, whereas in the dreams, there is this sense of urgency, you know, and she's constantly finding, wants to find her daughter and she wants to um, like move, you know, she's moving, and there's that sense of urgency that it's not in the real life, so we wanted to have that, but uh, we're, like I said, because I've come from documentary world, it's also, we really like this more naturalistic view, like I'm into, I want everything to feel very realistic, and that was my approach to dreams as well, and the everyday life, and, but, um, then make it working and to make it more cinematic or say something but it doesn't feel like it's uh, stylized. Um, and my sister, who's the cinematographer, she's really good at very, doing very natural lighting and um, also creating this really beautiful haunting images. And she's really good with actors, like uh, almost like they don't even sense her being there. She has this. Uh, very light presence on sets, and actors are um, feel really like um, close to her and not intimidated. So we're able to get a lot of that in those intimate moments. In the film, the husband and wife are living in totally two different worlds. The man is in love with his wife, but actually is a very pragmatic person. But the wife is living in a world of nightmares. And it seems that the husband cannot reach emotionally to his wife. Yeah, I, uh, from the beginning, you know, I, I, I wanted to focus on the story of the female protagonist and how their and the marriage and how there's really very little communication. One, in our, in our culture, you know, we don't really talk about emotions much. So for me, it was really important to express what the female character is going through visually. And uh, so the story is told from her perspective. And on the other hand, we have the, the husband who is sort of able to move on, but in his own way, because he's seeing a future, he wants to just move on. Whereas with her, she's not able to. And, uh, but I didn't want to actually, I was trying to stay away a little bit from the macho patch patriarchal character um because the husband is also very understanding and he is like very patient and but there's just no communication and he doesn't know how to like even with the, to, to actually express himself either you know 
on one hand, she's not able to express herself and what she's going through. I think it's uh, it's also because it's much harder when you lose something, when uh, couples experience something like that together and they lose a child, There's it's really hard to like bring back because they're everything that they have reminds them of their daughter. So it's usually a lot of the time something is broken. But I, I, I did actually was talking to a lot of women uh, that lost children during the war. And yeah, you could uh, totally, I was able to study the differences, you know, on how men were just, they were about uh, making things happen and just sort of moving on. And I think they just, this just, uh, it doesn't mean that they don't experience it. They experience it. They probably have a lot of pain, but it's also because it's really, one is women go through birth. Women are with their children from really early on. They have this visceral connection to the child, and I really wanted that, to show that. Because, and it's, uh, it's also showing, it's about the time there was this author I read recently that was talking about, really had a really good way of expressing it. I think in our language, we don't have a way of really expressing what it means to lose a child. She expressed it in a way, she said it's like, uh, like life lived without its flow. And it's how I feel with the Lumet character. It's, she's just, there's no more flow, there's no more future. And also because ch children's life, like the child's life, is within her time, you know? She actually created this life that is now, was moving, and now time stopped for the child, and that is brought to her own world. So it's, she's like in between, you know, it's like uh, the child hasn't really gone, even though the child has died, but um, it's with her, you know, it's still in this world and um, she's kind of almost dead. Um, but I think in terms of communication, yeah, it's uh, in our culture, especially, I think it's two things. One is, it's really hard to express it, what she's going through. And on the other hand, it's also because of our culture, you know, you are in, you can't really talk about these things. It's pretty, you know, like the idea of wanting to, uh, talking about whether you want a child or not, especially in this generation, because women are just expected. It's expected that you, you should have a child and just move on, you know. Your film is so different from a movie like Rosemary's Baby, but there is something about the style of your film, the the way that you are dealing with the nightmare sequences and where we see the healers that has this magical dark mood in it. Yeah, the, the, the worlds, like I said in the beginning, you know, I, I, for me it was important to, through this world that she's experiencing, to express, talk more about her character. Like the, the dreams, um, I wanted to create, create them in a way that it feels very real, but then it's disoriented. And mostly it's more like the atmosphere and the tone and what she, but it's not actually stylized. I mean, there are strange elements and, but she is in it, she's not confused in it. You know, I, I didn't want to go, I wanted to make it, something that's very painful and very, something she cannot control. Um, and this world uh, of dreams, 
it was for me very much more important than actually telling the story through flashbacks because the dreams are the only thing that connects us to the people that have died in a present way, you know, because you really experience the dream and you wake up, but when you're, when you're experiencing it, you're there and all your emotions and everything, um, adrenaline and everything that's hormones, everything that's happening, your brain activity, you're actually there. And uh, I wanted to create a sense of like all of it, uh, of a very dark place, but uh, not necessarily just scary. It's more that it's really horrifying and painful. And that throughout it, she's really trying to, to connect with her daughter, but it's uh, saturated by by the graphic aspect of it, you know, that she experienced during the war. And uh, the magical part of Zana, yeah, that's very, it's a very intriguing world. It's, uh, it's uh, very colorful and it's, but it becomes quite scary for her. And uh, it's uh, something that, uh, still happens in Kosovo. A lot of people still believe in it and magical healing and you you want to try to find answers and a lot of people do that because they, they need the answers. Or it's an easy way to kind of solve the problems that the people are going through because it gives you an answer. And uh, I, I grew up with it, you know, for me, uh, I've seen it around in my family a lot. It's um, especially women are, are sent to the healer and it really affects them more because women, because of all the pressure that they have growing up and not being able to do what they want to do and thrown into very hard situations, then there's a lot of pressure and they, at some point, they, they just break, you know, or something happens and then women are sent to these healers. Um, I wanted to show that part because first there's a stigma around psychiatry and because of the social impact, how it impacts women. But for me, it was also important from a character point of view. I wanted to give her a possibility to maybe see things differently. I wanted her to find a way maybe, maybe to heal and see if that could work. Because in the end of the day, it's about interpretation. And uh, for her, it was a way to kind of um, believe in something that's outside of herself. How do you see the chances of your film to get a nomination or win the Oscar for the Best International Film Award? We had a really great premiere at TIFF and we've been having really good screenings and Q&As. And I'm very honored, first of all, to represent Kosovo this year. Um, and uh, I, I hope it goes through the first short list, uh, but uh, it's really hard to tell. There are a lot of great films, and you know, uh, from all these countries. And but I, but of course, the hope is there. But uh, the it will, of course, really help the film because it will make it. Uh, it will spread the word about it, you know, and the film will have a, uh, just be able to screen more and have a wider audience.